Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is entrepreneur and Abraham Hicks fan, Louis D'Souza. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. And unfortunately, our friend Amy Blackford can't be with us today. She's got a family function that she's dealing with. But uh, that's okay, because we also have a special guest joining us today. Brent Howell is directly involved with the uh, Tia, the, the Tia, right, Tia, Taya. Everybody should know that I know that Taya is what it is because I've been talking about it for the last week. No, he's a member of the Taya Facebook group. And in fact, he plays a very interesting role. He actively welcomes new members to the group and he helps them guide them in the group so they can get the most out of participating in the Taya resources, which is a, a pretty great thing for him to do. I mean, you, you pretty much do that on a volunteer basis, don't you, Brent? Well, I, I do. I volunteered to do it, and um, oh, I feel very passionate about, um, you know, I, 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 I once heard the, the saying, be who you needed when you were growing up. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So does that hit home? Oh, uh, yeah, so sure. that's, that's the role that I play uh, with welcoming newcomers to the Facebook group. Really, mm-hmm. um, just a very nice welcome and and work to try to identify uh, what they have in mind, what they're looking for, um, if they are actually really looking for improvement in themselves um, and and possibly even going the whole route of, of getting into boot camp. So mm-hmm. uh, I cherish my role and especially the ability to just be a a friendly voice, even though it's either by email or Facebook Messenger, sometimes on the phone. Uh, I just really cherish the role to be another friendly voice uh, because of what I have found with uh, the Taya group and the Stream of David. Sounds good. So we're, we're going to go into that in greater detail. Um, now, our audience has uh, quite a bit of exposure to Taya, both through having David on the show directly because he was a co-host for a few months there and did a lot of Stream of David streams, so we got to experience that. Um, Louis, I know you have some awareness of the Stream of David and Tyre, but not a whole lot. I'm just wondering if he's a car tire salesman or something. No, no, you do have have experience with it. He's the one who you were asking the universal questions, uh, the one who who channels uh, the stream very similar to Esther Hicks channeling Abraham. What's Tyre got to do with that? Taya is his, um, it's basically the, the business side of what he does. It's a, it's a combination oh, right. of coaching and it's a group thing and it's, it's, you, you get a direct reading with a stream and it's like, look, it's this whole package. There's a bunch of modules that you study. It's basically all about, um, taking yourself to the next level of your own development. And, uh, it, so that's what Taya is all about. So, yeah. So now you, now you're, you're up to speed. <laughs> And uh, so let's go back to Brent. Brent, tell us a little bit more about uh, how you ended up getting into Taya in the first place. All right. Very good. Um, let's let's back up a little bit even further to Taya, Walt. Let's go right. back to um, why was I even attracted to Law of Attraction? Okay. Fair let's question. Go back even further than that. Um, my whole life, I have known and had a sense that behind everything that happens, everything that we're involved with, whether it's good or bad, 
just life in general, I've always really felt that there is a a layer of spiritual energy that is just beyond what we can see with our with our eyes and and what we can perceive. But I have just always known that for everything that happens, there is a spiritual equation behind it. And um, only recently cracked that code. Um, <laughs> when I was when I was a let's say a mid to late teenager, I was uh, introduced to Neville Goddard and uh-huh. and his his book Feeling Is the Secret, right and Real close to uh, that that message, feeling is the mm-hmm. secret, uh, is very close to what David presents as the equation for bringing matter into reality uh, through believing. Uh, as a matter of fact, David and I had a short conversation over who's right. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so I have I have right. acqui I have acquiesced that it's. Uh, you know, which comes first, believing or feeling or ah. feeling, feeling than believing. But mm-hmm. they, they really go hand in hand. Uh, you know, e- emotion, emotion is the energy of creation. So there's your feeling. Um, now, well, I have been, um, in sales my entire professional life, adult life. And, uh, it's true. Sales is feast or famine. And I, I had several years, many years that were feast. And, you know, you just rock right along because everything's going really smooth. But how much do you learn when you're fat and happy? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's go back probably about 10 years ago from this point, maybe about, uh, let's say 20, 2010, 2011, um, you and I know now that a person's mindset really just directly affects what comes to them in, in this world. Not necessarily what we attract. It is what we attract. But it's just what comes to you. Your mindset affects that very strongly. Um, and I had had some job situations that weren't productive, um, and that wasn't fun. Uh, my father passed away in 2011, and that was, uh, that really knocked me off my wheels for at least two or three years. Oh my. And wow. yeah, and you know, well, with, with me being a constant digger, just a constant What's the code? What's the equation? What do I not have right here? What am I not understanding? Because I knew, and I was even out of work for 18 months in that time. And at 50 years old, that's, that'll rock your world. Sure. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. that'll, uh, uh, you're still alive. You're still waking up every morning, but you're out of work. So, um, I knew that the difference between Success and despair really was as, as thin as a sheet of paper. It was just that, that thin. So, uh, about three years ago, and of course now at that point, early, let's say early 2010 or so, 
I discovered Abraham Hicks and the um, the the teachings and the truths were not that foreign to me. In fact, they felt very familiar. Where have I heard this before? <laughs> even, even though I hadn't really, other than the Neville Goddard readings. Hmm. Um, so I, I, I rocked along with, with Abraham Hicks for, oh, at least three or four years and didn't gain the mindset that what you think and what you feel controls what comes to you. All right. So three years ago, um, almost about this time of year, late winter, early spring, three years ago, I was uh, looking for something to listen to on a podcast and I searched manifest and here, here came the stream of David mm-hmm. and it just popped up and I thought, well, okay, let's see what this is. And uh, you know, the, the streaming thing, the channeling thing, I wasn't going to let that freak me out because mm-hmm. who am I? Who, okay, Esther channels. All right. And I was very familiar with that mm-hmm. and really enjoyed the truths that Abraham brings. Mm-hmm. It made sense. Mm-hmm. So I applied that logic to David in, in the stream. Um, and, and it really just began clicking. Now, what was interesting with David was <clears throat> with the way he communicates and with the way he presents he was verbalizing thoughts that had been in my mind my whole life. Hmm. And I, I have, um, heard other folks that have joined our, our group, the community say the same thing. It's just like he puts into words what I've been hearing my whole life. Uh, and that's just cool. Uh, so, um, after listening to David, maybe 60 or 90 days, um, I decided to explore the boot camp and, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, Lewis, um, when Walt was describing Taya, um, David Strickle does have his channeling of the source called the stream of David. And that brings truth. Um, in I've been the on last show, so I'm, I'm aware of that aspect. That's just, there the we go. Good. Yeah. Good. So in the last 10 years, the stream helped David create a process for learning. And David canonized that and formalized that to call it, uh, boot camp, Taya boot camp, Taya process. By the way, Taya stands for trust your abundance, just so you know trust, what the Exactly. Is. Trust your yeah, abundance. Yeah. That, that's and, a um, good thing to say. <laughs> the, the way that I, the way that I describe the Taya process is it's self-improvement. Okay. Um, I have also had an energy inside me as long as I can remember finding my first bookstore going in and looking for self-improvement. So, you know, even 10, 11, 12 years old, we'd go to the mall and you'd find me at Dalton books, uh, <laughs> In the self-improvement section. Now you're dating yourself because a lot of people don't even know who Dalton <laughs> is anymore. So I did that saying. on purpose. I did that on purpose because you and I both have, both have gray hair. That's right. <laughs> even I know who, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I've also got so, great hair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One or two. <laughs> I talked to David um, on the phone about the boot camp and um, came to the realization very quickly that if if I'm if I'm to open this door and discover the treasures that are inside of me, I need to go through boot camp. So I did. And, um, you know, it's normally supposed to be about a eight week course. I took 12 weeks or more, uh, but it changed my life. Uh, as David likes to say, it'll give you a new operating system, uh, up here. And it, it did. So, uh, we can, we can talk further about that, but that's my journey to, okay. uh, to becoming involved with the Thai community. Well, awesome. I've been, go ahead, Louie. I, I was just going to say, I, I've gotten to know Tyre pretty well, so I'm going to see what Louie wants to ask to learn more about yes. it, because he's less informed than I am at this point. Um, I I understand the idea of a boot camp and, and helping people understand the basics of uh, LOA and helping them manifest what they want, etc. So, you know, I, I can visualize possibly what it's like. Um but I'm, I'm more interested in Brent's uh, journey himself. So that, that's uh, curious. I mean, uh, at the age of 12, so I, I was consciously looking to understand life, the universe and everything at the age of eight. So um, I, I admire anybody who's also at, at that young age was, was looking to, to find answers uh, in, uh, mm-hmm. in the bookstore uh, like I was. I went to the local library in a small little town in South Africa, and I pretty much read every book. That was about life, the universe, and everything, and yeah. mind control, and spirituality, and uh, uh, yeah, uh, hypnosis, self-hypnosis, etc. And uh, I had uh, had a field day there, and uh, uh, I, I remember the the lady behind the desk shaking her head every time I took out a, another book on some <laughs> weird subject. <laughs> oh, here comes that kid again. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was either espionage, how to kill somebody, <laughs> mind control. <laughs> Chemistry yeah, no, experience. I wasn't, I wasn't the normal kid. <laughs> um, uh, she did seem to keep it to herself because I don't think it ever got back to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's it's the journey that I always love listening to, to the stories of different people of, of what they bumped into and how they they started discovering their journey to. And I think you phrased it very well. You talked about it: the journey to discovering your non-physicality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That part of you which you sensed is there, but you know our society and our upbringing doesn't quite put much or if any attention on the non-physical side of us. So it's kind of really a more personal journey that we have to discover and find things, and it's it's, it's a fun one. It's a really good one. I, I like well, the fact and- also. I also like the fact that you that when you were describing it, you 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 didn't use the word that I would use, but you talked about how deeply it resonated with you. The more that you heard about this non-physical side, you said, yes, yes. And that's what yes. all of us were involved in this kind of thing. So, Good. Oh, my God. Yeah. How could we have missed this all these years? <laughs> you're you're right. And the uh, David likes to call that part of us, the non-physical part of us. Actually, he that's source. 
sources mm-hmm. in us. Absolutely. And I will, you know, I will, I will tell you, I have had so far to go in my journey and I continue to have so much further to go that, um, I am working on improving that connection to source within me so that I truly feel it and know that it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still progressing out of decades of depression and feeling of lack of confidence and failure. I'm, I'm talking decades mm-hmm. uh, for that uh, because that was part of my makeup for some reason. Also, almost all of my life was mm-hmm. just uh, I'm, I'm just not hitting the mark, you know. So anyway, go ahead, Louis. Um, uh, but you, you know, you're talking about, yeah, I'm, I have, have felt that, um, desire to explore and desire to improve and to learn. Um, and I never imagined anything that I have found with the Taya process that the source has brought. I've never imagined that. I always thought that, well, you know, You'll you'll live this life not getting answers to things, and then you'll die. Okay, I was I was resigned to that, but but I had to keep looking, and it, I crossed paths with it. Yeah, what what I love about the journey is, first of all, you do have that experience where, you know, I don't know if I'll ever learn anything. I mean, ever you ever going to know the answer to life, the universe, and everything besides that it's forty two. Um, so you. <laughs> You, you go there and you've got this complete blank and then it starts filling in some of the blanks and then you get to the stage where you become more enlightened and aware and you start becoming an excellent manifester and all the rest of it. And then you start realizing that you've only started the journey. It's like the tip of the oh, iceberg yeah. now. And there's so much that you don't know. It's just unbelievable. It's so massive. The amount you know is minuscule <laughs> and how much you don't know is, you know, infinite. And you start realizing that this journey is never going to end and you're going to be an endless seeker and you're going to be fulfilled along the way, but you're just going to be more and more fulfilled and you're going to expand more and more and more. And it's just, uh, it's just going to continue. And you, I kind of like uh, coming to that stage that I have now, that endless open-endedness of mm-hmm. endless expansion. And uh, that's so cool to me. Hey, Lily, I just wanted to give you a little heads up. Your, your volume's a little bit on the soft side. I know that's been an issue, so I thought I'd let you know just so you can deal with it there. Todd put an interesting comment into uh, the live stream section. I want to throw it up there and see what you guys think. He said, just be careful about opening up your Pandora box by going too far inward. And when I read that, my thought was, can you really go too far inward? I'm curious. What do you think about that, Brent? Oh, okay. Well, here's here's my take on that. Um, on and and I have no idea uh, the perspective that Todd's coming from. So, uh, on the face of his comment, Pandora box, um, you know that's Pandora's. The the story of Pandora's box is not a pleasant thing. No. So we're we're assuming that Todd is um, is expressing beware of something not good. And unhealthy. Um, okay, let's let's put it this way. Part of what David has described in his personal experience, and also with what the stream experience, uh, the stream brings, is 
David lived in a house in Seattle for a number of years. And very unpleasant, haunted type experiences began happening there. Very real chandeliers falling from the ceiling, landing on the floor, you know, things that were just very real. And um, he, he will admit, I attracted those things. So we have to, um, he had to clear and remove all of that. I've not had any experience with that sort of thing. I don't want any experience with that. Um, you, mean, you mean you're sane? Is that what you're trying to tell us? I mean, come on. <laughs> and I don't know what it was about David that that attracted that, other than that I know that he was he was continuing to explore source, and uh, he was continuing to to learn how to communicate with source. Okay. Um, all right. I, I appreciate Todd's. Uh, expression. Um, not really sure what point he wants to try to communicate as far as letting in something that is not good, not pleasant. Um, I don't know. Um, I have learned, I have learned with my Taya process, learning how to identify the connection to source. Mm-hmm. Learning to identify that connection to source feels like, oh my goodness, I have, that is so beautiful. This mm-hmm. feels so good. It makes sense. It's just a, you know, it's just a, a wholesome feeling when you make that connection to the next lesson that source wants you to learn. Uh, so that's what I pay attention to. Um, if, you know, if something doesn't really feel like it nourishes me, I don't pay attention. He threw out some extra information. He says, I could definitely share a ton of information with you. He says, I'm a special reader kind of a person. Um, are using a tool, using a dowsing rod, I broke the veil. Ooh, okay. I don't care to go there. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> so we won't force you. We won't hold your hands to the fire. <laughs> um, so. I'll throw in my own take on that, Louis, feel free to jump in if you want to as well. My, my own take is the source connection is actually a connection to what Abraham calls our inner being, and I like that particular term. Okay. And I, I think that's accurate. And one of the nice things about the inner being is that you can be 100% certain that your inner being is 100% on your side. Totally. Even when you don't want them to be. <laughs> but they are always looking out for uh, your highest good. That's just what that, I mean, source energy is high vibration, so they can't be anything else. Now, we can disagree with our inner being, but that's us disagreeing. That, that, that's not the inner being in any way leading us astray or anything like that. That's, so that's, that's ego. I, well, yeah, exactly. Sure. So that, that's why I'm not terribly concerned about um, going too deep into inner being because I don't think you really can. Um, now, what could happen, I, I guess, is that if you try to connect with inner being and you end up getting stuck in the eagle process and thinking that that's inner being, that could lead you astray. I could see that happening. But the actual connection itself, I wouldn't worry about that. I think that would be actually pretty safe. Okay. But, but I do appreciate Todd Todd commenting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did, did you want to throw anything in, Louis? Uh, yeah. How's my mic? Um, it's fading and, and coming in. It's, it's, it's like it's doing a little volume thing where it just kind of volumes up and volumes down. I really don't know what to do with this. I might have to get a new mic altogether. 
Um, it, it worked um, nicely when you brought, last week when you brought it in closer. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. I'm I'm really close to it. I'm almost. Are you? <laughs> well, you know, swallowing. Um, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I've upped the up, up the volume and the and the booster, but um, so what I find is that when people are digging into things now, Todd has used the words um, and have a lot of information. Um, I um, what's the word he used? Um, Pandora's box. So what happens is when you're looking at a subject or subjects and you're going into them in more and more and more depth, okay, you can easily get lost. Because if you take, let's say, the coronavirus and the vaccines and you break it down to cellular level and then you break it down to is it working on this this genetic uh, with this um, group of people or that group of people or and so you go on and on and on. If you go down there, it does become a huge Pandora box. It becomes something that is so big that you can never get out of. You can split it up and split it up and break it down and break it down. And you often hear conversations like this where people are just getting lost. But if you take it up the other way to the oneness and the wholeness, then it becomes simpler and simpler and simpler. And you start saying, yeah, we're all one. And um, you're thought to create your reality. And when you focus on what you want and not what you don't want, you get more of that. And, and then you're bringing it now to its simplicity and you're taking it up the, the vibrational scale instead of down into the Maya, which can really throw you. And if you are looking at Pandora's box or you're getting worried about going into your inside, then you're not going in there balancedly. Mm, good point. You're not going in there balancedly at all. You've got, you're going in there with um, expectations of something going wrong. Mm -hmm. All right. Instead of knowing mm -hmm. that source has always got your back and it's a knowingness as a serious understanding that source has always got your back. And right. then you relax into that. And then there is no worry about how big the hand Pandora box is, because believe me, if you really want to look at source, it is the biggest Pandora box there is. <laughs> but it's always yeah. got your back, something you kind of get to know. Mm. And you can just relax into it and you can express and feel and live and trust. And um, it's a different world. You know, you just feel so empowered and and knowing that, you know, because it's always got your back, where you're putting your focus, where you're putting your mind, where you're putting your thoughts and your attention, it's going to expand it and off you're going to go. And you've got control of that aspect. And right. it really is fairly easy. So, yes, I can understand um, that whole intellectual thing. That's why I've never had too much time for the intellect on a whole, the way mankind has used it up to now. Because if you break down the intellect, it's kind of got two sides to it. We kind of think as Westerners, that we're intellectual if we've got a lot of knowledge. Where really all the knowledge we ever wanted is kind of on the internet at the moment. So it's not the knowledge that's important. It's your ability to think and, and make logical um, and common sense understanding of all this knowledge that's out there. Now that is of great importance. Your wisdom that comes out of it all, um, your ability to perceive, understand, and move forward with what you have what you've got around you so it's uh you know when i'm looking at intelligence now true intelligence is the ability to to use common sense um, clearly and understand things just focus on one thing for let's say five minutes what what was that guy Carnegie? um he he became so big and so successful in america that 
the American government brought him around a table and they sat and they chatted to him and he said, you know, you must have been doing, you must be cheating, you must be doing something. Bad. <laughs> yeah. He said, um, no, well, I, well, the reason why I'm so successful is I just, I'm able to spend uh, five minutes focused on one subject. And they thought, oh, come on, that's easy and all the rest of it. So he did an experiment and none of them could hold it for more than 30 seconds. <laughs> and he said, you should all be thrown out of government and get people to <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you need you need to be able to get to that stage where Abram talks in step one, which is focus on what you want. And then Let me, it starts falling into place. There's a there's an interesting story, um, and and I'm I'm sure that I can find uh, references for this. Uh, but the story, as I remember it, is. At an event one time, Bill Gates, uh, Steve Jobs, and Warren Buffett were together in a cocktail party standing around talking. And a person in their vicinity asked them, what is the greatest key to success? And they all simultaneously said, focus. Mm. And that was a lesson to me. And that's exactly what what. Lewis is is talking about as well his focus. So the the ad, addition that Abram Hicks gives you is is understanding step three. So you can have this really clear focus over there in the distance, all right. But if you've got a lot of obstacles in your way, you're going to trip over them trying to get to them, even though you've got a clear picture. So getting relief and release and clearing that path as well, which is the combination. So you get your focus. And then you release and re- relief and release at step three. So that really helped me with the Abram Hicks things to understand the, the extra step in there about just letting go, cleaning away all the all the debris so that you don't trip over anything getting to your to your goal. That letting go is huge. And and David or um, rather I'm thinking about David Strickle. Brent, what you alluded earlier to the depression you went through. I've gone through my own long period of depression as well. And when you're in that period of depression, you don't fully grasp and appreciate how important it is to climb the vibrational scale, the way Abraham talks about. Um, it doesn't really, it doesn't even enter your sphere of influence because, well, first of all, it's way beyond, beyond your reach because you're in depression. And second of yes, all, sir. it seems impossible. It seems yes, like that, that just can't be done. Um, yep. So that becomes the basis for a lot of really interesting conversations here on the show. We've talked about that in a lot of different ways. I want to talk about it right now in, in terms of kayak, like, because Taya is certainly one way to make that climb out. And I'm wondering, when you became involved in Taya, was that part of your route out, or had you already found some of the way out yourself? Oh, no, sir. Uh, I, was, I, wasn't as, I wasn't as deep as I had ever been, mm-hmm. but I was close. Close. <laughs> I was close. Uh, hey, you know, I've, I've, I've heard our, our group of, of folks, uh, the Taya leaders in the recently described the haze of depression. Mm. And I like that term because it is like being in a fog or being in a, just a, a lot of smoke and you can't see your way through it. Um, let's think here. <clears throat> I knew enough, let's say I knew enough six, five, six, seven years ago. I knew enough uh, because this was after I was unemployed for 18 months. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, and, and being unemployed came as a result of a change in technology. Um, I've always been in sales and I've always mm-hmm. focused on technical content, technical products and issues mm-hmm. and technology changes. So, uh, I was in an industry that dissolved due to technology. <clears throat> you know, the, the, the American book, Who Moved My Cheese, you know, focuses <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's right. All right. So, um, I was starting over, uh, at a job, um, $40,000, I think, which was a fraction of what I'd been making previously, um, in a, in a car that had been given to me. Mm. But every day I'm driving to this job and I'm driving back home focusing on I will have a job that pays $50,000 constantly, all the way there and all the way there. So I, I knew a tool to focus on, mm-hmm. still being very depressed, very lack of confidence, very completely aimless in what's the way out of this. Okay. So, um, I, I progressed along through a few jobs, got fired a couple of times again because of technology. You know, we don't, we don't need this. We don't need this role anymore. The, you're not fired, but the company is eliminating this position. Oh, okay. I got fired. <laughs> so, um, three years ago when I ran across, um, and then jumped into the Taya boot camp and, um, it is, you know, it's, it's very intense. It's a lot of, it's a lot of work to go inside. Uh, and David and the other coaches, they don't cut any slack, uh, because you will not make the progress forward until you land on and identify. And to me, the, the they call them transgressors to identify the cause of the language that says you'll never succeed. You'll never be successful. Why try? You know, it's all the negative over and over the negative talk that never leaves until you identify where that came from. You can't progress forward or, or, you know, the tie up process teaches you to detune that or to completely uh, neutralize the effect. Mm-hmm. And Walt, I, uh, I, I read your comment where you said that you are looking forward to identifying your unseen transgressors. Amen, brother. It's going to happen. <laughs> uh, my transgressors. Well, I've been doing it for years, but, 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 but it, it's like, I don't seem to run out, run out of them. So I'm looking forward to like, maybe I can get the rest <laughs> of them out of the way. You know, that'd be nice. You know, <laughs> Well, let's hope there aren't as many as Pandora's box. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yes, um, turning turning your ear to not what the voice says, but where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's where you that's where you start to go back and and identify that one comment that somebody said when you were in eighth grade that cut you to the core. Mm-hmm. And you may have forgotten what they said, but you remember the pain. 
and that scar still generates the negative self-talk. So, um, there, I had a lot of unseen transgressors and I, you know, even let's see here, I became very active with the Taya community as far as the, as those of us who help Taya exist day to day. Uh, I became very involved with that earlier this year when after I got through boot camp in about September of 2019, I left the group. You know, you, you join base camp after that as a graduate. And I just completely cut myself off from the group and I said, okay, I've got my toolbox here. Let's, let's try these tools. And, uh, I tried to use them for about a year and I failed because, um, I didn't use them all. I didn't meditate. I didn't set an intention daily first thing in the morning. Um, there's just so many tools that I ignored because I thought, oh, I got this. I can, you know, I'll make this work. It failed. So, um, late last year, I got back in touch with uh, a friend who was in boot camp with me and I said, Hey, I'm doing something wrong. And after she asked me a few questions, she says, you're doing everything wrong <laughs> because, <laughs> because you're not doing anything. And I'm just, I was well, holding the, the friend, mindset. I think. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, hold, I was trying to hold the mindset of being successful. I was falling back on what you feel is what you create. No. Um, it's more than what you believe. You have to engage yourself with the tools that daily strip away the old to create room for the new. Mm-hmm. To for you to expand and move forward into your reality that's closer to source. All right. Does does what I'm saying make sense? Sure, it makes sense to oh, me. Yeah. I mean, that's perfect. Basically, what I've been doing for the last you know eight, nine, ten, twelve years. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, so, um, I I got very connected earlier on this year and. It worked so well. It just Walt and, and Lewis, just for the peace of mind, just mm-hmm. for being able to wake up and not be depressed and to know what to keep on my mind all day long to go in the direction that I want to go into. That was one of the greatest things that I've been seeking all my life was what do I hold in my mind to get what I want? And um, the the Taya process made that clear to me. And um, it was it's it's a very it's a very effective um, set of tools and an well, exercise. It's a very valuable very insight. Exercise. It's a very valuable insight to, to even get that message, to even get that idea that you need to have that implementation. Oh. You need to adopt. The, what the, the kinds of things they talk about in Taya, just because if you don't adopt, you're, you're basically where you were all along. You haven't actually moved anywhere. You got to make change. You got to make growth. Well, you know, um, it, it worked for me. Mm-hmm. And the stream likes to say that it will work for everyone. But we know good and well that self-empowerment, self-improvement, self-discovery is not for everyone. So, um, not everybody's going to, 
you know, it's just not the path for everybody. And that's okay. That's fine. I don't care. Um, I've hitched my wagon to the, to the Taya lesson because it resonates with me. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, it, 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 it rings true to me. Be, and because of that, I know that I can help communicate it to other people. And that is the, that's the greatest passion I have now is to, uh, help others that it resonates with to, to take, exploit it, to take advantage of it and take and exploit it. And you go your own path. And for anyone that is in the Taya Facebook group, there's a, a broad Taya Facebook group that's got over 3000 members in it. Every day there are posts by um, those of us that have gone through boot camp about daily what our discoveries are mm-hmm. and what the thought process was, what, we, what our thought process was yesterday. And you had an aha moment or you you just something else made sense and it clicked. And daily people are putting those comments on the page because it just feels so good. Um, they are there for anyone to read and see how um, the tie, how the tie process is helping folks. So essentially what you're talking about is telling personal stories. Yes. And personal stories are extremely powerful. We love them. We tell stories all the time here, uh, both our own stories and we share stories from our experiences with other people and so forth. Okay. And the, the stories are, are wonderful. First of all, because we as a species just love stories. Storytelling has been <laughs> ingrained in our species since you know, the beginning of, of human time, so to speak. I'm sure um, Brent uh, knows the saying as a salesman, um, facts tell, stories sell. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. the way it works. So that part makes a, a tremendous amount of sense that the, the storytelling is going to be that effective. And and I, I am a member of the, the broader group. I've already seen some of the stuff going on there. And you're right. It's actually kind of similar to a lot of the things we talk about here on the show. So in that sense, there's a there's a definite sense of familiarity, if you will. And, and there's a lot of uh, sim, sim, is it symbios? Where you symbiotic, yeah, symbiotic uh, type effect where someone that's a completely different person, completely different gender, completely different part of the world will come up with a, a an understanding. And I'm like, oh, and that will open that little part of my mind to, mm-hmm. oh, I never thought about that. That's cool. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's fun as well. It is fun. Um that's where, I, uh, it, that's where a lot of the joy comes from in being what I call a conscious creator, because that's really what we're talking right. about here. You know, I, I, I mean, there's there's so much joy in connecting with other people and finding out they have the same thought I had just yesterday or three weeks ago or a year ago or I haven't had just yet or whatever. But it all resonates. It resonates and resonates and resonates. And yeah. the more you get that resonation, the more you realize, wow, we really are all connected. We really are all so energy. All this stuff really is true. And what I enjoy um, and, and this is exactly why I've placed myself in the position where I have with the company is <clears throat> each person that goes through boot camp, David, you know, in order to generate some content, 
and to share uh, some of the information. David will interview folks, um, you know, what like, like you have. Where were you before? What led you to? What was your experience? And, oh, there, there was a mother who lost her teenage son to a shooting, and um, she has found peace in her heart mm-hmm. with, you know, with the, the tool. Uh, there was another lady that when she came to Taya, she was a single mother with, that was homeless. Mm. Now, she's a professional and, and has a degree, college mm-hmm. degree, but for whatever reason, the circumstances at that time led her to be without a roof over her head. Right. Um, and those, those are delicious stories, <laughs> uh, to, to hear, um, and to hear and go. And you know, uh, well, another reason that I have committed myself to this path is the, 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 the folks that bring themselves into the Taya boot camp program are mostly female. Okay. Mm-hmm. 80, 90%. Okay. And, um, there have been men that have come through boot camp, but I've not any heard anyone share the story that I bring about having Decades of depression, despair, haze of not knowing which way to go, feeling of failure, just all that stuff for a successful professional man. Mm-hmm. And I am just convinced that there's more, there's, there's more like me out there. And oh, I think I'm that's hoping, very, very safe to say, very, very safe. And I'm, yeah. I'm hoping my, my role I'm hoping that my role is I can help bring some of those guys in and says, come on, come on guys. It's, it's not horrible. Life can be wonderful, but we've got to leave all that baggage behind us. And that's a lot of baggage. Yeah. Leave the baggage behind, jump in the water. It's great. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and learning, learning how to let go and make it, make it stay gone. It helps to know that the baggage is simply thoughts, and it's thoughts that you don't want. Mm. It's thoughts about things that you don't want. That's all the baggage is. It's nothing else. Right, right. They become active vibrations as you think about them over time. That's exactly right. That's the point I was making is it's not here and now unless I bring it up here and now. Mm -hmm. Mm. If I leave it back there... It's going to dry up and wither away. And it's uh, annoying, actually, because you know we, we like to believe that. Well, it, it's not my thoughts doing it. You know, it's I, I, I'm a victim of circumstance. Things have happened to me. It, you know, it, it wasn't me doing all of this. And then we learned that, yeah, it really was us. It's like, oh, <laughs> damn, I can't get away with anything anymore. <laughs> I read a book right before, or I would say six to eight months before I discovered. Uh, the stream of David. And I believe it was by Joe Dispenza, but I'm not mm. sure, but it deals with how to change your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And, um, that served me very well. That sir, that set me up to be able to go into the Taya and, and just make a clean cut because that's, that's work, buddy. 
to to let those long living thought habits and that's all they are it's a chemical stream running in your brain that's a thought habit and the more you run it the more you feed it the more you fire it uh and you have to learn how to change direction away from that thought habit and not continue to fire it you know if you if you fire it you wire it mm, and um and uh that that was you know that was another book that was critical to preparing me for this experience mhm mhm yeah i mean it's funny all this stuff we we i've been doing this show now for um almost 9 years um actually this coming friday will be episode number 1500 which is a nice oh, milestone wow. to reach wow, yeah yeah i've been blows my mind to be perfectly honest and i did all of them <laughs> <laughs> and all of that journey has been about one thing exactly what you just talked about rewiring my brain and encouraging others to rewire their brains to literally spend all of or as much as my attention and focus and energy as I can on what I like instead of what I don't like on what I want instead of what I don't want on what I enjoy rather than what I what I don't enjoy and so on it's so it's so freaking simple and yet I've done 1500 episodes on it. <laughs> And, and how long, and, and we're, we're, we're still learning to do it, aren't we? Absolutely. Yeah. This is, you know, look at, look at, learn. look at the gray hair on this screen. And, uh, we're still, we're still learning. Uh, I, I'm still learning from the guy who's over to your right, to your left, actually, because okay. I mean, he, he claims that he has gray hair. I don't see it. I mean, <laughs> I love my camera. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I get one of those? Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> so he's he's actually a master at, at eliminating gray hairs, I'd have to say. But um that's Good. been the the other beauty of doing this show. I have had the privilege of interviewing and talking with a lot of really great fellow students on the path, um, mm-hmm. many of whom all of whom had wonderful things to teach me along the way. And I, I think that's where the greatest advantage of something like a tire boot camp comes in, because you, you connect in with like-minded people who are all pretty much on the same path, pretty much going in the same direction, you know, different degrees of, you know, this person's a little further ahead, that person's not quite mm. there and so forth. But you're all pretty much going in the same direction. And that reminds me directly of the the, the uh, Napoleon Hill concept for thinking grow rich, the mastermind. Because that's okay. really what Thai boot camp is. It's a mastermind. It's a massive mastermind. Um, what we do here on the show, that's also a form of mastermind. Correct. Um, and, and, and it, it's, it's incredibly powerful. It's one of those powerful things that you don't even realize how powerful it is until you're in the middle of it. When you wow. first approach it, you say, well, yeah, okay, that's just a bunch of people hanging out talking about stuff. But then you get into it and you realize this stuff really is actually powerful and it's more powerful when you do it with somebody else. It's really, really amazing how that works. It's, it's so fun. And, um, I, I, I hadn't heard anyone um, verbalize the thoughts that had been in my mind the way until I met David. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, wow, I, it's time. It's time. This is an idea whose time has come. So mm-hmm. it's, it's here. Um, but, and I hadn't met that many other seekers either mm-hmm. of this, of this type. Okay. I've not been in, um, other groups or communities. Uh, because I'm just a real solo guy. Um, 
and there's no one in my realm of acquaintances that, um, you know, really like to not push the envelope, but just pierce it with all your might, uh, because that's the way I seek, you know, it's just, just push, 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 push. Uh, and you, you have to learn also how to not push need either. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to push and explore, find the right thing to push and explore. Um, I learned that lesson also over the last 10 years about creating need, pushing need, exploring need. Mm-hmm. And David says, the universe says, you're right. Have some more. You're right. Have <laughs> some more. Have some more. Uh, it'll never run out. Uh, so, uh, it's like, oh, okay. oh darn, stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> Gotta learn. My, my favorite phrase that goes along with that is, oh, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard that one, but it's true. <laughs> it's what it feels like. Oh, I just did it again. I can't believe I did it again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Uh, well, I'm glad that it's got, it's given you so much, uh, um, growth and satisfaction to have oh, wow. that path. Yeah. Well, you know, not direction. Being being depressed, Walt, for so long, and having clear depression, you realize how energizing and just uh, liberating that feels. It's just like, oh, I'm I'm not on the wrong path. I know I'm not on the wrong path. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's a big deal. Um, it is. And you know, I'm you curious, don't. Take... I'm going to ask you something about, about something else too, because this this is a a, a thing that comes up a lot. Okay. Well, particularly among people who've had really rough times they've gone through that, what they call the, the dark night of the soul kind of things. Okay. And, and certainly extended depression fits that, um, role to a T. I have found over and over again by interviewing such individuals that when they come out, when they are, they, when they, kind of like uh, the analogy of a springboard in a swimming pool, when they, bounce off that springboard, they tend to fly higher than the people who didn't reach that deep, dark night of the soul. And I'm curious, oh, wow. do you find that absolutely. was true for yourself? Oh, absolutely. Mm. Um, hmm, boy, um, you, you've touched on a knee-jerk reaction that I've taught myself to not compare myself to others because when you compare yourself to others, who's who's the loser? You know, yeah. <laughs> who's the one that's going to lose? Me. Um, but... Oh, absolutely. If you're not a, I believe that it's, it's part of being a seeker, just a nonstop continuous seeker. I believe that it's part of it is going through the not finding what you want Mm. and, and being frustrated or even to the point of depression. Um, but to your question, um I absolutely am grateful for for where my journey has brought me. I did not enjoy what I went through, but I'm not going to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Um I appreciate where I am now and what brought me to this point. And um I'm I'm at I'm every day I'm like who can I help? Who can I help? You know, who who can I who can I bring in and, and help, help pull that veil off of their eyes and, and their heart? Because see, it's, it's not just your mind. It's, it's just 
you've got to release the desire and, and appetite for hope mm-hmm. and yeah. being happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to give there, yourself permission for that, actually. There's, there's a, a, a saying in, in Taya, uh, that it helps you to learn, uh, clarity, abundance, and joy. And on our Facebook group, Facebook group post yesterday, one of our coaches placed the open-ended question, do you feel joy? And a lot of us are saying not yet. Hmm. Because we've still are still just gaining ground on where we are. Okay. And, and early on in the boot camp course, I, I, after you're in it for two or three weeks, you think, Oh, I got this. You know, it's like, Oh, <laughs> and then I would be upset and disappointed because I wouldn't feel joy. Well, I have decided to feel content. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to feel content. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with that. Good. So yeah. If I, cool. if, if I get to the joy point, if I get to the joy point, it will be because of someone else that I've helped. Okay. That's, that's what's going to raise, that's what's going to raise that balloon, uh, to its highest level. I mean, to go to the Abraham Hicks concept of the emotional guidance scale. Okay. You're at the point of, Basically, of acceptance. So you're going to Correct. go to the next step, whatever that next step is, and, you, and you're just mm-hmm. going to keep climbing one step at a time. And eventually, you get to joy because, well, you're not all that far from the top at this point. That's, that's the right. part, you know. That's exact. That's exactly right. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, you've also learned as as we've heard all our lives, take it a day at a time. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. This right mm-hmm. now is all we have. And and you have to keep the perspective uh, headed in the right direction at this point. And and not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's a complete. Tomorrow's not here yet. Well, I'm going to give you some credit for joy because you brought joy to the program by sharing your story. So thank you for the joy you have brought. Oh, thank Seriously. you. It's I I am just so grateful for the opportunity to share what's been in me for so long. Um, I don't I don't have the community other than than folks like yourself. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. And, uh, Louis, we, we weren't able to hear a whole lot from you, uh, mainly because we kept making fun of your gray hair. But other than that, <laughs> but the parts we did here were wonderful. So we're looking forward to continuing that discussion, especially with Amy next week. Um, hope you guys have a, a, a wonderful week. And I want to especially thank those in the live stream who jumped in with your questions, your comments. That was always helpful as usual. But especially I want to do my shout out to all of our regular listeners. We really appreciate you. And remind people about the LOA Today app. Be sure that if you have not yet downloaded it, to download it. It's got a lot of great stuff on it, including, by the way, a meditation by David Strickle. Just saying. Mm. It's built in as a freebie. So take advantage of that and use it to send in questions and comments to be included on the show. In the meantime, I'll thank you gentlemen very much. And uh, we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, thanks, Brett. Love your story. <music>